is episode four of Unpack with Jack, and today we will be talking about three questions facing the Calgary Flames in the 2020-2021 NHL season. And the three questions are, well, actually, I'll just mention them. I actually, I'll actually just mention them in the when uh, further in the um, episode. <laughs> The first question I really worked, really been researching on is: Will Johnny, good Johnny Gaudreau, bounce back from his career low of 58 points last season? Yes, 58 points. Now Johnny had a career low of 58 points last season, and a bad shooting percentage and I wasn't impressed by that I mean well you can't when you come back from a 99 point season if you come back from a 99 point season that um, and then enter to a 58 point season that's not that's not very good especially for Johnny who's which is a career low and has done very well over the past like five years and it's will be it will please me very much to see him really bounce back and get back to his normal good offensive self and getting lots of points for Calgary and if he can do that that will be great but let's start talking about Will, will, and how will he do? Yes, we talked about 58 points is fusion career, but it might have been his lowest career. But John, if Johnny is still talking about this, he's gonna have to put the past behind him. And well. That's usually what everyone does with Jake. He's just gotta. That's usually what everyone does with usually mistakes they make like that. He's just gotta put it behind him and focus on the next year and what he can do better. But there were some good. There were some good things Johnny did last year. I mean, he had 58 points, but otherwise. He the, he had eight power play goals and fifty point five shooting percent fifty five point fifty fifty point five percent on shoot, shot attempts, which is fifth on the team. So that was pretty good. But what wasn't good was he had an eight point six percent shooting percentage, and last and on the twenty eighteen twenty nineteen season he had. He had a, in the 2018-2019 season, he had a 12.1, 12 12.1 12 percentage. So, 8 points, going from 12.1 to 8.6 isn't very good. And I know, I know it may seem I'm being a little harsh to him, but trust me, I'm not. He's like one of my favorite players. Like he, it's not good that he got one from 12.1 to 8.6. I mean, it's a big, it's a big change, and he's gonna have to look from that and get better, get better, and put that behind him.
like every NHLer should do. If they have a bad season, career low like that. <sighs> He's also, he also really, um, Ward said this in the NHL article on three questions facing the Calgary Flames. He really needs to get a new outlook. And I think what Warren means by that is he went from if he went from 99 to 58, not very good, but and so if he's going to do very well in the next season, I th- I agree with um Jeff Ward. I think he is going to have to get a new outlook and uh if he can and just be offensive and get uh, get the his the more amount of points that he's brought usually brings to the team. He should be pretty successful, and we want uh, him to be successful, because then he can lead the teams in points like he usually does, and just get better. I think there's one more. Thing, there are a couple more things I want to talk about, Johnny. Now, <coughs> Johnny, I when I heard that this was a career low, I was surprised. But then I realized that in his first two seasons, he didn't play a full 82 games. But in his third season, he got more than 58 points. And to hear that he got a career low really disappointed me and I another reason another thing I hope he can bounce back from is just getting getting used to his line um like he might next season he might be put into a new different line um like he might be put with Kachuk or um Backland or any of those good points makers or he could just stay with Lindholm and Monaghan and he's and I don't think there's much of him to build off from Monaghan because he's been playing with Monaghan for about like four years in the same line so I think they've uh, developed a pretty good chemistry and I hope they can produce even a better chemistry even into the next season because we need him we need him to be his offensive self in the next season because that's what gets him points and that's goal and that's what gets him far and helps the flames get far so I really hope he can develop with the new line and also one more another thing that we could affect him not making as many points is the line he could, um he the line he will be put in now usually in the lineup he's usually been playing on the first line but um Ward last year switched the lines up a bit when Ward was hired um hired as the when Peters got fired and Ward got the coaching job well, not necessarily the coaching job, but when he was the coach for the Flames, he separate. He kind of changed up the lines a bit. He put Manji Apani with Backlund and Kachuk, and that sent Kajou Monahan and Lindholm down to the third line. 
and I don't know if this could have affected his points. It might have, but it's kind of hard to tell because usually Johnny, no matter what line he's on, he's usually pretty offensive. But third liners don't get as much ice time. But I think he got the enough ice time to make at least 70 points. So I don't know. It's hard to tell. <laughs> it's hard to there's one more thing. Oh, yeah, and if he does play with either on a different line, like on the third or second or third or even the fourth, it's not only that, but he, I mentioned this, he could be playing with a different line. And so that could really affect him in the 2020 season because he hasn't built a good relationship with that player as much as he has with Monty or Lindholm. So it's gonna be it's gonna be cool to watch him, and if he could just keep playing his offensive self in the next season, he should be should be doing pretty well. It's gonna be cool to watch him in the next season, in my opinion. Okay, let's move on to the second question, which is: Can Jacob Markstrom and Chris Tanov carry over their success? Now Chris, now Tanov and Markstrom signed a, well Markstrom signed a six-year deal with the Flames on October 12th, which was the same day Tanov signed a four-year contract with the Flames. And the question is, can they build from their success? I hope they can. Well, it's going to, they have, Markstrom did lead the Canucks to the second round. I mean, Demko did play those like last four games with the Canucks and did very well, but Markstrom still led them through the first round. And if he wasn't there, I don't think the Vancouver wouldn't be go be to go to the next second round. So he was a big response. He was a big responsibility in. He was a big part of that. Um, the Canucks in the playoffs. And I just hope he can carry that success over to the Flames through the season. Because if he can, that would really help us. But it's not also Markstrom, it's also Tanov. Tanov, I found, did very well in the 20, um, in the playoffs. He, I, he is a very underrated defenseman, in my opinion. I think he should get credited a lot more for his defensive skills. He's a very good, very good defenseman. Very solid, very, really, really good at throwing his weight around and blocking the puck. He's, I find him just a really great defenseman. And he was a huge, I find he's a huge part of the playoffs in, for the Canucks in the playoffs. And so if Markstrom and Tanov can both carry those good sides um, of their playing, I think they can really, I think they'll really boost Calgary's confidence and they're just everything and points and making to the playoffs. Okay, that was... Also, wait, there is one more thing I want to talk about Tanov and Markstrom. 
They did lose. Yes, Markstrom did very well in the playoffs in the first round and did lead the Canucks to the second round. And Tanev did very well in the second round and the first round. But they still did lose in the second round to the Knights in seven games. And it's like with Johnny. He had a 99-point season to 58-point season. He's just going to have to put that behind him. So is the Canucks. I mean, it's kind of disappointing. That's the longest uh, playoff run they've ever had since 2011 when they made it to the Stanley Cup final. And so they're going to have to put that behind them. I ho It was really exciting because I really hoped they would go farther into the playoffs, and it would be interesting if they did. But they're going to have to put that behind them, and they're going to have to learn from their mistakes and what they did wrong against Vegas and what, uh, and what they did wrong against Vegas and just, yeah, everything, what they did wrong. And if they can fix those stuff up, then I think they should be ready for the 2020-2021 season. Uh, okay. I th think that's all for Mark Strom and Chris Tanev. Let's move on to the third and lap final question. Who will play on the third defensive pair? Now, this really intrigued me when I first heard about this because Brody signed a four-year contract with the Leafs and Forbert and Gustafson signed one, Forbert signed a one-year contract with like, I, I don't remember, and Gustafson signed a one-year contract with the Flyers. And Hamannick, Travis Hamannick, is still a free agent, and we still don't know if he's going to sign, which I really hope he does because he is a big part of our defense, our defense, um, our defensive, like, our defense in the Calgary Flames. <laughs> and I really hope he signs him again because he's a big part of the Flames. Okay, anyway. Not a, but yes, we lost Brody Gustafson and Forbert, and Hamannick's still a free agent, and we don't know if he's going to sign again. But we did sign Tanev. And my guess is he's probably going to sign with the. Um, He's probably going to play on the first or second line. I don't I feel like he has more potential to play on the more potential to play on the first and second line than the third. But it's still a possibility that he'll play on the third and it will be interesting to see him play on the third line with whoever. And the other people that are really um Really trying to well get that spot is Oliver Shillington, who I don't think has also not signed, Luzo Valamaki and Nestorov, who then both also signed a one-year contract with the Flames. Valamaki uh, was out the entire season last last year because of a torn getting a torn ACL fixed, but and Nestorov. 
Uh, he signed a one-year contract with the Flames from another team. I think he was, like, I don't know. I don't know what team he signed from, but I hope he did well in the, at that team. <laughs> I hear he did play with the Russian team, and I checked his stats on that Russian team, and he was about average. He played around 46 games in the NHL, and those were some average stats, so I think... I think he's a pretty good, uh, has a pretty good spot in the third defensive. And if Shillington does sign, then I think he has a huge chance of being in that third defenseman because I, th I think he was already in the third line with, like, um, I don't know who, but it was some other youngster defenseman that, uh, some other, oh, yeah, no, wait, yeah, it was some other youngster defenseman. And Ward, Ward said in Ward, Jeff Ward, the coach of the Calgary Flames, is, is also very excited for the younger defensemen. Like, um, I forgot their names, but she's also young, excited for the younger defensemen because they could also have a chance. And they played in, like, the minor leagues, like the... CA, the WHL, the AHL, the QMJHL, the OHL, and all those types of minor leagues, and it'll, and I agree, it's pretty interesting to, uh, it, it's pretty interesting to see, it would be pretty interesting to see one of those young defensemen go into the, be on the third line, and if we see that in the next season, then I hope the, they can bring some good defense to the Flames in the season and well just bring good bring good defense to the team defense skills to the team and help them defend the puck and yeah <laughs> okay I think that's about it for the episode 4 of Unpack with Jack that was three that was three questions facing the Calgary Flames. Three questions facing the Calgary Flames in the 2020-2021 season, NHL season. Thank you for thank you for listening and I will see you in the next episode.